Welcome back to the podcast. So today, I wanted to sort of make an episode before I really go through the season and go through the um, Black Monday for the coaches. I wanted to talk about a guy who doesn't get enough respect in the league. Um, I thought he had a good season. I may get hate for it. For the situation he was in, he had a pretty darn good season. Now, if you know who I'm talking about, I applaud you because it's quite broad. I mean, there's about three to five guys you could probably guess who it is, but it is Jared Goff. Now, he may not be the most popular figure in the NFL. A lot of people do like to make fun of him or like hate on him. Now, I feel like Jared Goff, I guess, sort of does get the stigma for that because... Before the Lions got this first win, he had not got a win in the NFL without Sean McVay, which actually may seem surprising, but it is actually true. Um, He didn't, and that is something that is a crazy stat to me, but yeah. So this season um, in Detroit was one of his best seasons, not including, not including 2018. Ever since, really, I would say 2018, this is his best season. He had 19 touchdowns, 8 picks, 3,245 yards with a QB rating of 91.5. So, I'm saying it's one of his better, if not one of his best seasons, just looking at the stats-wise. Um, first of all, Lions. They are known, really, their offensive line's pretty good. Back now, it was out, and also other guys. The receivers. They were easily having one of the worst to receive the room. You could say the Eagles drafted a new guy. Um, who else? Um, Texans had Brandon Cooks. Um, 49ers had pretty good receivers. I don't think that uh, at the beginning of the season, we thought they were a top two receiver group. But yeah, they did not have a good receiver room whatsoever. And he honestly did what he needed to do with the receiver room he had. Um... He won games. Um, he did have a stretch from October 10th game against Minnesota, really, to that Pittsburgh game in November 14th, where he only had one touchdown. And that was against LA. Um, <laughs> that's embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. But really, ever since then, he was on a tear. Um, having only two picks since that Pittsburgh game. And, I mean, he played well. Um he had 11 touchdowns and two picks in that span. Now, he really did start off slow. I'm not going to lie. Now, you can't really blame him, can you? Um, He goes to a new team, new coach, new receivers, new offensive line. Just had someone say, oh, thank God he's gone. I forget who that was. I think it was a defensive lineman, and then he got traded to the Lions or something. Um, He was trying to fill pretty big shoes in Detroit. I mean, Matthew Stafford was their best player for a long time, and... The only glimmer of hope of a pretty dull franchise, in matter of fact. Um, he had a pretty difficult division. I mean, if you went to the beginning of the season, you would not be saying that that's an easy division. You had guys like Robert Quinn, who see um quietly had one of the best defense uh, linebacker technically, um game uh, seasons ever. I mean, he had eighteen and a half sacks as a Chicago Bear. Um, 
And but at the beginning of the season, you had guys like Khalil Max, Darius Smith, and all those dudes. You had teams with quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, who was who's pretty decent of a quarterback. You got another guy named Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams in that big team. I mean, you're with a first-year coach looking at a complete culture change there. Um, You are in a brand-new city. You go from shiny L.A. to dull Detroit. I mean, it's a lavish lifestyle to a city where I'm guessing he's never been because he's from California, but he had to go to Detroit. His wife... Was in Detroit. Uh, not he was his wife was still in the Cali, but he showed he's a serviceable quarterback. I mean, he you cannot say he did not destroy Arizona. Arizona was one of the best teams in Detroit, just absolutely flabbergasted everybody and pretty much really showed everybody who the Detroit Lions are. Now, if the Lions are smart, which I'm hoping they are, they keep um, Jared Goff. Um, you try to get a quarterback like Russell Wilson, like not actually Russell Wilson, but draft a late quarterback, maybe, or not late, third, fourth, not fifth, um, maybe a second round pick quarterback. But you go for a guy like that, who you believe has talent, but you don't want to start right away. Now, you can have a Jacob Easton situation where, you work him out, or you're trying to get him to be, like, your next guy. Doesn't work out. You kind of, boom. I mean, you waste the pick, but at least you don't get throw in a guy who's going to absolutely bust like Josh Rosen. But I do not think it's the right decision to draft a quarterback first round, first pick, and, or technically second, and then give up on Jared Goff. I think it would be a very, very unwise decision. um, Because in L.A., he was really a game manager, and he was a placeholder. Now, you can see how L.A. is doing with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is a boomer bust. He's either having a game where he will be seen as a top three quarterback in the NFL. Or he's having a game where he looks like a guy who should be replaced. And there's barely an in-between. And that is worrying. I mean, if you had surefire games for Matthew Stafford, that team should be unstoppable. I mean... Aaron Donald, J- um, Josh, ah, um, uh, you got Ramsey on the corner. You got so much talent on that team. You got good receivers, good offensive line, good everything. There's n- barely a weakness. But I just think that Jared Goff being able to do this in Detroit shows that he is a decent quarterback. And this, honestly, this season... Secured him to be still in the NFL for a while. Um, I don't think we're not going to see him in the NFL at all until, like, he's 35. Um, say if he loses his job, say they get a shiny new toy, like, for Russell Wilson and they trade for him. Or, say, um, some other quarterback is coming in and, boom, he loses his job. He will be a really high-end, probably a top three backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, I do believe he does have that trait, which it's a hard trait to have. I'm not going to lie. It is one of the hardest things to have, to be a trait of being a backup quarterback. Because you're doing everything the starting quarterback needs to do for preparation. Except you dress up for the game, but you're not going to play. And that is a pretty damning 
thing to have, but I think Jared Goff can do it, and I believe Jared Goff has a chance. Now, the thing is, I do believe um, he should really be the Detroit Lions quarterback for, I'm going to say this, at least five years. Um, I say they sort of do a, J- a Jordan Love thing. Not first round pick, of course, but go for a quarterback. I mean, they do have a late first round pick, actually, from the Rams in the trade. So, I mean, the Rams could go to the Super Bowl and lose and they have the 31st pick. Or they could be, they can have an absolute Matthew Stafford meltdown and get a, like, 25th pick, I think it would be. Um, And it would be great for them. But at this point, I do believe it is a time to stick with Matthew Stafford because you can have it where this guy's the face of the city. And because it seems like everybody loves him. Dan Campbell, amazing coach. He should be a coach in Detroit for a dozen years in the future. Honestly, I don't give two poopies if they're going to keep losing like this. But they have a guy that each player would fight for. They got a, a guy who everybody there seems to love. And you don't get guys like that in the NFL much. You don't get a guy who's there who loves football that much that he's like crying on the podium and they're sticking so behind their players. I mean, you've got Urban Meyer who looks like he didn't get two poops at all. Does doesn't care. And you've got guys who may seem care he they care, of course, but not as much as Dan Campbell does. I think he is going to be a great coach, and that Green Bay win really shows it. I mean, he goes and risks so much. He goes three trick plays in one game. I mean, if that doesn't work out, um, that would have had a serious implication on his future, saying, um, why are you doing so much risk in the plays? But Detroit do have a guy who, unlike Jim Caldwell, I think can actually bring them somewhere. And because these guys are going to put their 110% in for a guy like this. They're not going to be like, oh, this guy's such a pain in the butt. I do not want to work hard for him. They don't want to work hard for him. And I think it's going to linger down from Dan Campbell to Jared Goff and Jared Goff to all his teammates around him. And I believe with now defense to work on, receivers, I think running backs, they should be fine with Jamal Williams and that other dude, I forget his name. And... Because they got a tight end, they've got an offensive line, and they got corners. That guy with the long last name who covered Devontae Adams a lot of that in the Lions-Packers game, he's good. Um, I really thought he was a good corner. They got, um, um, what's his face, first round pick. I think it was his third round pick, uh, third pick in the first round. He could play. He could ball out. They got Monse Ra, who honestly could be a top receiver in the future. That guy was a steal. And I didn't even talk about him in the steal episode. That guy was a steal. Um, and I do believe that this team just needs... Um, who would they get? Uh, they would probably get Kayvon Chibodeau. I do not believe in him, honestly. I'll talk about it more later. I don't believe in him. I do not, I do not, I do not. I think he's going to be one of those generational talents who sort of goes out as um, Jadavion Clowney, who is going to be in the NFL for a while, who's going to be good. But he's not going to be generational talent like Miles Garrett was panned out to be. Because Miles Garrett was a generational talent, but was a generational talent. And we sort of have this thing in the NFL where you have a generational defensive lineman 
every so often. You had it with Jadavion Clowney, you had it with Miles Garrett, and now you have it with Kayvon Thibodeau. I think Aiden Hutchinson is technically not speaking a, um, a generational talent because he just had a great season. And he's had, he's been above average, but now he had an, a stellar season. But Kayvon Thibodeau has always been seen as like a first, first surefire first pick for a while until Aiden Hutchinson absolutely blew the water away. So now I do. I have to go watch the um, Alabama Georgia game because that's happening now. But I really wanted to come up and say, stop the Jordan, uh, not Jordan Love, Jared Goff hate, and it should stop. And I do believe they got to stick with them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, like I said earlier, I will make be making a Black Monday video. Um, this should be coming out on January uh, in like middle of January. Yes, the the Black Monday video will be coming out late. But it's just because I feel like it should be coming out later. Because if you do like first reactions, it's like everything's bubbling up. And with like stuff like the um, Brian Flores firing, people are like, oh my god, it was a horrible thing. And if I came out with it saying like, oh, it's the worst decision ever. Like there's no problems there. I would have missed stuff that came out. Like, him and the GM who's been there for 20 years were butting heads for a while. And it one of them had to go. So... I would have had a bad information, and if I wait, say, another week to make the episode, everything will be in line, and we'll see guys who may be going there, and I could talk about that and say if it's a, a good a good idea or not a good idea, and we'll see. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, Um, and yeah, be excited, because my favorite time to make podcast episodes is coming up, and that is off-season. Now, I will be making sort of, because I make an update video maybe once every couple months. Definitely like once every 10 to 15 episodes to give you guys a good idea of what to look for in the future. And that will probably be coming up after everything from the regular season and all the implications after it come out. And I'll be making an update video, which will probably talk about what type of episodes will be coming out. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys next time. Bye. And I forgot to say, because it is national championship time, we're goal tied. I'm not a, goal, a Bama fan, but I want Tide to win. So, goal tied.